So I, we're going to end this with this guy. I'm going to hit y'all with a bonus. Each couple. I want y'all to tell us the reason why. How do you know your um, greater half was the one? That's easy. Yeah. We start with you then. Okay. You remember, I, I, if you remember back when we were talking earlier in the show, I said I'd never get married again. And I was dead set. I was dead set years. I went six years um, being single. And the night that her mother brought her to where I worked and said, what do you think of my daughter? I'm like, no, you're getting the wrong picture here, Jason. Don't stay single. My mom has always said that when God brings you someone, you will know the moment you meet them. You will know. And I used to think she was nuts. I was getting her a drink, which I think it was a Pepsi or Coke or whatever, and I looked at her and I said, here you go. And in my head, to this day, God was my witness. I said, I'm going to marry that woman. And then I turned around and I said, what are you, stupid? What are you, you don't even know her. I was arguing with myself behind the bar because I was a bartender. I'm not marrying nobody. No way. I tried to get even. I tried to end what God was bringing me, and I didn't understand. I had always wanted a family. It wasn't the family that I thought of. It was a family that God put together for me, and said, "This family needs healing, and you're going to fix all this, and you're going to be the man." And blah blah blah. From the moment I met my wife, I knew I was going to marry her. There is no doubt in my mind. And like I said, I ran from it, but you don't turn away something that God, God gives to you. you. You don't. And if you do believe, how would I have known I was going to marry her? Let's be realistic. How would I, after being six years single going, <laughs> no women are evil. <laughs> I'm staying. Here we are 13 years later. I think I know my husband is for me because I ponder. I don't I don't sit around and do this frequently, but I did it when we were separated. I tried to run from what I had done wrong. I didn't want to go home because I would need to apologize. I would need to face what I did. And no, I didn't do anything wrong. You need to apologize. You know, I fought with myself. I fought yeah, I fought with myself, but the reality of it was was I imagined life without him and there was no such thing. There was no such thing, and he sh cut off the ability to communicate with me, but ironically, I ended up with my grandma's cell phone one day, and he didn't block her number, <laughs> and so I had called him, and I was like, I need to talk to you. I'm coming over, and that very day, I said, can I come home, and that was all God's plan. I'm telling you, that was all God's plan because he had blocked every other number I had, and He's mine. I know he's mine because I can get mad at him and still love him because I can look at him and let tears come out of my face because I know that his health is going to cut our time short and I get so mad about it. But I, there's no life without him and I could never see myself moving on even at my young age if he was to leave because there is nobody else. I'm, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing I can say is, man, um, you know, when you done been through a lot of stuff, like, like you, I've been married before, and I mean, we're still growing even now to this day with the situation with our marriage, and I just don't. Um, if, if I'll say it like this, 
I wouldn't, I always say I'm not going to get married again. So, uh, and I believe God put us together for a purpose. Whether she believe it or not, hey, it is what it is. But I'll <laughs> say this, if um, I don't see myself with nobody else. And, I, and, and I'm to the point now, you know, birthday coming up and, you know, time, life is too short to keep, you know, who the hell want to keep going back and forth or want to try to start over and stuff like that. And if you wouldn't meant to be together, you wouldn't be together. So, uh, like y'all said earlier, it's work. So, yeah, so uh, I believe we're here for a purpose. So, yeah. And you love her. Yeah, of course. I'm about to hit you with that. <laughs> <laughs> love her to death. Like I said, but I, I don't see myself with anybody else. You know? And and I and and you know, you can't say what's gonna last and what's not. So uh but I'm not doing it again. Love you though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes, ma'am. I'm gonna go back. I mean, we 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 have some issues. Sure, we do. Um, we all do. We, we have yeah, issues. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Going through some issues. However, when I think back, I was married before, um, 14 years. Got down here. Ex-husband was military. I have four children. So for me, it was I didn't want to date a man that didn't have any children. He loved his children, and that was one of the things for me that really spoke to me, um, how he treated his children. He had stepchildren as well, um, because his first wife had two children when he married her. He was only 21 years old. So the character of the man for me was why I said, maybe I can do this with these four small children. You know, sometimes you feel like nobody's going to want you, the responsibility of that. But he stepped in, he was good to me, and that's when I said, He's the one for me. That's how I knew. Like just being responsible, him, you know, taking me out on dates, caring for me, caring for my children. That was important to me. So that's why I moved forward with it. So I had to go back in that, you know, in that time to really say that is what, that is when I felt like he was the one for me. Because so many men, oh, you got children, you know, okay. But if you love me, you know, I love them. That, that's mine. Yeah. yeah, that's mine right there. Andrew. You you meet you just like Jason was saying, you meet people at a certain time and it's God's um will. And then a lot of times we either fumble it and miss out. And if that happens, then it's designed so that another opportunity comes around. That, that happens and that happened. You know, so another opportunity came around. And it's funny because other people, God put other people in place to make sure that other opportunity comes around. Oh, you know such and such is this now. Oh, okay. People that are close to you, they put them, God put the words in their mouth to make it so that it happens. Um, and then when it happens, you open up your eyes now and you see the image, you see what the design is, you see what you want and what you need, 
and you move forward, you know, because now here when you fumbled it, now you got it again because God designed it to be that way anyway. Like I say, you might have fumbled it the first time and then people intervene or other interactions happen. You know, I see you at a party, you know, somebody told me you're single now. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I see you somewhere else. And prior to prior to that first um, prior to the first time I saw you, I never knew anything about you. Now I know you. Now everything in between is conversation about you, seeing you, whatever have you, all this kind of stuff. And then that opportunity brings itself, and you just take advantage of it because it's, you, the package is everything that you see that you need in your life. It's not always what you want, but it's what you need, you know, so. Um, I guess I'm gonna kind of piggyback off what Hansine said. Um, I've been married before, and I do have children. Andrew has children as well. In the beginning, if someone had told us, told me that we would be where we are now, I probably would have told them that they were a liar. Um, but I prayed for someone to be accepted of me and my children. And again, he had children um, and growing with him and the children, I saw how he was with them, the figure of family. Um, it wasn't love at first sight, no, um, but growing into loving him, I knew that it was destined to be. And just like he said, when you look at everything that took place in the time frame to get where you are now, you can understand it now, but then you were probably running away from it or shucking and jiving, playing around. But in the end, um, I prayed for him. I didn't know it was gonna be him, but it is, and I do love him and appreciate him. This episode is sponsored by Aftermath Law Service and the Landscaping. Mowing, mulching straw, pressure washing, and more. You can call owner Edward Brown at 803-464-7605. Again, that's 803-464-7605. Train So Hard University, where it's just not a movement, it's a lifestyle. You can contact myself, Excalibur Miller, on Facebook, on my Instagram, The Miller Experience, or you can contact my brother, T. Miller, on Facebook, or on Instagram, Prodigal Son 36 If you're interested in being a sponsor for Shop Talk or The Miller Experience, you can contact myself, Ernest Miller, at 803-565-9752. Or you can hit me up on my email at eaeenestmiller83 at gmail.com. You can also make contact with my producer, Victor Wesley of Vic West Production. His telephone number is 803-225-0021. Also, his email address is vicwestp at gmail.com. Ladies first. <laughs> well, for me, how I knew he was the one is he was someone we started off as friends. And then he became a growth partner. We both had to build ourselves up when we first met. I don't even think either one of us had a, any kind of degree or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But we encouraged each other. We encouraged each other. We you know, loved each other. We were attracted to each other, of course. But he was someone that I knew I could grow with, not only just in my everyday life, but even spiritually. That was one of the things that sold me when we started dating. Just talking to him on the phone, we would talk about the Bible, like three, four o'clock in the morning. My family is really religious, 
So I come from that background, so to meet someone that was the same and he has that background, that was just a match made in heaven. So I knew I was, he was the one for me because he was someone I could grow with. And once we got married, it, it proved itself. We were able to grow and we support each other in school and now we're both in our professions. So I just knew he was the one because of that factor. Now let me tell you the real about Quinn. You say you want to read the scripture, baby, what you say? Huh? <laughs> 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 uh, so for me, it um, it wasn't easy at first. Not because of her, but because of me. It was a transition that I had to go through. It was a mental transformation that I had to go through in order to be ready to love her the way that she deserved to be loved. So the fact that she was able to be patient enough and prayerful enough to see me through that speaks volumes in and of itself. But what made me feel like she's the type of person to even want to be married to was because she had such a balance to her. She was feminine enough to be caring and loving to me and to my son and she was tough enough to tell me what she would not tolerate because most people that know her from the outside think she's just easily you can just run over her because she's just okay all right because in her mentality, she's a go-getter. So if you, you're going to put a challenge in front of me, oh, I'm going to show you I'm going to do it, and I'm going to do it with a smile. Now what? You get what I'm saying? So that's just how she, she, she carries it, right? But the, the reality of the matter is that in-house, she'll be like, I, I'm going to do what I got to do as a woman, but what I'm going to expect as a man is you're going to respect me, you're going to do, you get what I'm saying? So with certain things that she laid out, that I was like, man, shoot, this, really? <laughs> I got to do all, <laughs> I mean, I mean, really? You get what I'm saying? Like when you come from a different experience and you, you can want something that you're not mature enough to handle. You get what I'm saying? And at the point of our connection, I knew she was the type to marry, but I wasn't mature enough at that point. So it, it, was, it was beautiful to see her pray for me, ask God to do something that she couldn't do and wasn't com like willing to be combative with me to try to talk me into doing it. It was a, I'm, I'm gonna love you into doing it. I'm gonna pray you into doing it. I'm gonna allow God to do it, but I'm also not gonna tolerate this, this, and this. So uh, you, 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 you can mature, but while you going through this process, you're going to make sure you don't do this, this, and this. And so, that for me was amazing to see because it reminded me of my grandmother.
And to, to, be, to, to think about that, the reality of the matter is she was the only one, my wife is, that my grandmother ever accepted, period. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it was there I mean, all along. the truth is the truth. It was like, there all along. Yeah, yeah. So that's, you know, that, that I thought about that later. You know what I'm saying? I ain't the real, oh, oh grandma said, then, then I, no. Because, you know, you're not, you're not thinking about that then. But later on in life, you look back retrospectively like, man, wow. She's seen something in her wisdom that I didn't see initially. So, because it takes a special woman to love me. <laughs> I would say it's like two things. Um, first thing, just like you said, I was married before. Um, so my middle school, high school sweetheart so and had children i had three so when i divorced i said i wasn't going to get married again wasn't going to just just go with the flow so i say like two three years later i met him and i guess i was still saying going with the flow whatever happens happens the kids loved him and the way he took to my children and my family and not only that because him and Mike's husband gets along so well. So I was like, okay, so this is, hmm. But then what hit it was the way he treats his mother and handled his mother. I knew that from there that I had someone who's going to be there. We're going to grow old together. He's going to take care of me because of the way he loved his mother. And I look at that because I was very close to my mother. And I looked at that as, okay, this is it. And, yes. and I'll pick it back off that. That's one of the reasons how I knew she was the one, how she treated my mom. Um, my mom is disabled. And she treated my mom just like, that's her mom. You know what I'm saying? That's very rare. This is a woman I'm dating at the time. That's very rare you might get that. Most women be like, man, that's not my mother's. I mean, dealing with that. She called her, check on her, give her stuff, whatever she need. My mom looked at her like a like another daughter, and piggyback off what Q said, my grandfather loved her, so yeah, I knew they took me and <laughs> they my took, children. They took her, <laughs> her and the kids in, but before I met her, I knew she was the one because when I was dating before before I met my wife, I used to get bored after three months. I don't have nothing else to do. I, I, I ignore phone calls, all that. That was just me. I was twenty something years old. I'm sorry, but when I met my wife. She kept my attention. She kept my attention for 14 years. 14 years of forgiveness. 14 years of love. She taught me spirituality. She taught me how to pray. Taught me how to love unconditionally and how to love myself. To be honest with you, there will be no Ernest Excalibur Miller without Tawana. Yeah. Yeah, so that's how I knew. That's deep. Yeah. Uh, you know what? And then the, <laughs> we, we, we went around the room and talked to everybody. I, saw, I, I, I like to read people's emotions. And it's the first time I've met your wife um, that she was actually emotional when she was talking. Q, got to be the hardest hitter in the game that I have ever seen in my life. And even in his eyes, he was holding it back talking about his wife. 
And that brings tears in my eyes for real. You were so emotional about Ernest. Something, something that I've seen in him in 10 years, every day. There was emotion over here. And it's hard to get this guy. Yeah, I ain't he, never seen him get a movie. Like, wow. He, yeah. he, is a, he is a solid brick, yeah. but I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Everyone in here has magic. Every one of you. Appreciate what you have, not what you don't have. I forgot to add, and, we, and the thing is, us as men, we all share the same thing. It was Mother's Day, and I called my aunt, and... She told me she had cancer. That's the first time she had ever shared that with me. Everybody else knew it but me because she knew how I felt about her. And she was in the car with me. That was the point that, you know, I knew. You know, from that point on, like I told my aunt, I was gonna call her every Monday to see how her treatment was. And this was my reminder because I stayed so busy, I kept myself so busy that I'd forget, you know, you gotta call on Sophie. Okay, you know, whatever. I, I really didn't wanna make the call, but I told her that, you know, I was gonna call her to, you know, so yeah. yeah we, all, we all share that. that. That one family member that was in support of this. So, yeah. Oh yeah, um, I got a phone call uh, last night from one of my clients uh, that lost his fiance, which were good clients of mine. Um, they're young, um, so I just want to send a. Mm. Um, it's hard for me to say it. Uh, um, send my condolences to their family. Um, parents Shannon and uh, Alina Bryant, you know, she's going to be um, really missed. So, that's why you didn't see so much emotion out of me today. Because <laughs> I hate to, uh, it's hard in my business to get close to. You know, it's easy for me to get close to my clients, especially ones that I've been dealing with for years. And it's a uh, real shock, you know. So, like I said, my prayers are with him and his family right now and her kids. So, yeah. Yeah. She don't seem to think I got friends. I got plenty of friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to thank you guys for... Being on a first spouse talk, first of many, trust me, we're going to do more. Uh, make, guys, make sure you like and subscribe to the YouTube channel and other platforms that we own. It's going to be below. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, for coming. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, and see you guys in 2024. Peace. Make sure you check out the next episode, and also you make sure you like, subscribe, and comment on my YouTube channel, The Mill Experience, and now we also on Spotify, Apple, and Amazon. Make sure you download. Peace.